This is the St. Longinus' Baptism Podcast Channel. This is episode 14, a brief note about my style, purpose, and goals. But first, a prayer. The prayer is entitled, Conformity to God's Will. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Behold me, Lord. Do with me what you will. May your will ever be done. I only desire what you will. I desire to suffer what you will. I desire to die when you will. Into your hands I commend my body, my soul, my life, and my death. I love you, O my God, whether it pleases you to send me consolations or afflictions, and I desire to love you always. Eternal Father, I unite my death to that of Jesus Christ, and I offer it to you in order to please you. Will of my God, you are my love. Good pleasure of my God, I devote myself entirely to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Um, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. When I started this podcast, I made a very stupid assumption that people who listen to this podcast would start at the introduction, read the podcast description and the show notes. It was a stupid assumption in the fact that I don't always follow these principles myself. However, I want to make it clear. If you want to get the overall context of this podcast, you need to start at the clearly marked podcast introductions. There are five of them. They're at the beginning. Read the podcast description and read the show notes where I give resources that you can use to educate yourself. Having said this, I want to make it clear. My goals for this podcast are to inform in a generalized way, to comment on things I need I feel need to be commented about and to exhort toward piety, devotion, and true faith and to encourage people as best as I'm able. Basically, what I'm talking about here, um, there, there are some podcasts that go into exhaustive detail about a particular uh, Catholic subject. Um, my podcast is styled on, I give a generalized outline and I give you the resources in the show notes that if this particular uh, topic is of your interest, I, will, I, I try to give the resources to where you can uh, further your, your study of that particular subject. But... Um, you're an adult, so it's up to you to do your own research. I'm not, I'm not going to do it for you. If you're the type of set of accountist who needs appeals to authority, I would like you to consider the scenario. What would you do and rely on when, not if, the satanic Masonic overlords finally enact their goals for world domination and you don't have access to the sacraments or the priests 
or Catholic material. In other words, they arrest all the priests, they shut down all the churches, and, um, you know, what do you do if you don't have the outward the outward sources of, you know, Catholicism. So what I'm saying is if you find this, if you find it objectionable that a catechumen is daring to try to comment on things like scripture or true Catholicism or don't like my approach, my only answer is I'm attempting to do God's will as I understand it. I am a fallible human being like everyone else, and all I can do is the best I can. If you're the type of person who makes appeals to authority that only saints, religious, or clergy can teach or comment on things spiritual, I would argue that you're limiting God in the sense that God's will is not limited. He uses whatever people, approaches, and methods depending on circumstances, periods of time, and periods of time. Um, and also, I want to make note of the fact that if you're if you're even even uh, remotely familiar with Catholic history, you will know that there have been lay people at different periods of time and, you know, different circumstances who have been, um, who, who, who did God's will. Okay. And some of them were recorded, but in Catholic spiritual writing, um, I'm thinking of Thomas Akempis, if I'm not mistaken, in Thomas Akempis's book, my uh, I'm sorry, The Imitation of Christ, he talks about the unknown saint. Now, I, could have, I, I could have this wrong about the author, but I know one of the spiritual writers did say that there's an un, you know, that there are like lots of unknown saints, people who practiced piety and doing God's will who, while they were here on earth, never got recognized by the magisterium as a saint. Now, I don't want you guys to misunderstand me. We are not, or I'm sorry, the magisterium is the instrument of the Catholic Church, which is the institution of God's will on earth. However, um, they are a human institution at the base. So those people who practice heroic virtue on earth, but because of their, their state in life or their, you know, they were lowly or whatever, may not have gotten recognized by the magisterium. But if they were practicing God's will perfectly on earth and were perfectly devout to him and practicing heroic um, heroic uh, virtue while they were here, even if they weren't recognized by the, um, the uh, magisterium, um, 
my understanding of Catholic theology is I'm pretty sure God will recognize them when they go before him for judgment. And along those lines, along those lines, um, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking throughout Catholic history prior to Vatican II where it seems like Snoopy would be considered a Vatican II saint if um, the Masonic satanic uh, hierarchy that runs that church, or I should say fake church, decided that, yeah, they wanted to make Snoopy a saint. They would make him a saint. So I'm talking prior to Vatican II. And having said that, because God's will is inscrutable to us, there are probably unrecognized saints as I speak this message to you. Because if you're said of a contest, you understand that there's no true uh, there's no true magisterium anymore. So ultimately, there are probably people between 19, 1960 and now who lived lives of heroic virtue that did, have not been recognized by the proper magisterium. I just wanted to throw that out there for those of you who are into the, uh, the surface, you know, the, the, what you can see. And I'm also asking you, please don't get it twisted. I'm not implying that God is subjective. He is objective. In other words, as author of Time and Space, he's already worked out plans and solutions through his holy divine providence that we limited and fallible human beings aren't even capable of understanding. And maybe, you know, at the, at the end of days, maybe we may be privy to some of his reasons, but because he is God and he is the author of time, space, and people, he doesn't owe us anything. You know, he doesn't have to show us anything. And quite frankly, my understanding of the end times is, is if we are blessed enough to make it into heaven, um, my understanding is we're not, even if he doesn't give us a reason, we're not going to care. I think that being part of the be, be, be it, beatific vision is going to be enough for us. We're not going to need to know the whys and the what's and the wherefores. It'll be just enough that we are in God's presence. I would also ask you to remember what our Lord said, and this was in the book of Matthew. By their fruits, you will know them. So, um... I think that's pretty self-explanatory. 
And as I said, God's will and methods are inscrutable to us mere mortals. Meaning, well, I've already explained it, you know. God, us, you know. There's nobody on earth. Nobody. Not even the greatest saint in the Catholic Church who can claim to know all of God's will. Okay, so that's my answer to that. My goal is to try to get as many people to practice piety, devotion, and doing God's will as best as they can. I'm not trying to be, I'm not going to be presumptuous and assume that I'm going to be alive tomorrow. And I'm not going to act like or I'm sorry, and I'm going to act like maybe God's will may drastically change my circumstances. What I mean there is, is um, one of the things toward Catholic um, piety is you are not to be, uh, you're not to be, uh, you're not going you're not to uh to assume that tomorrow is to be the same as yesterday you are to live today as today and whatever comes tomorrow comes tomorrow but you're not to worry about it so tomorrow i could i could get seriously ill go to the hospital maybe die I could lose my job, get kicked out of my apartment. Um, or, you know, um, because I'm trying to follow God's will, maybe I get an indication that God is done with this aspect of what I'm doing and he wants me to move to something differently. But in the meantime, I have to try to do what I can now until such time as these podcasts stop. So given that I do what I do with a sense of urgency, because the mission of this podcast is to try as much as possible to get you to rethink your worldview And believe it or not, I care about you and the rest of my fellow human beings as much as a failed human being can care about the people I interact with. So that closes my semi-explanation about my channel. I strongly urge you, to, if you are interested in getting the context of, you know, my thoughts, my philosophies, or whatever, to check out the introductory series at the beginning at, of the podcast, uh, at the podcast uh, episodes, and the podcast descriptions. I've checked the, uh, the platforms where they're located, all the platform uh all the platforms that carry this podcast also carry my show notes and my podcast uh, description.
and any of the show notes. Um, I believe probably 95 to eight, uh, 98% of my podcasts have some sort of show note listing resources or references that you can use. I don't like repeating myself, so this is it. This is going to be my last explanation. Anybody after this who does not listen to this episode or does not listen to my introductory uh, episodes at the beginning, um, as my captain in the, uh, in the army used to say, I shall hate it for you. And since I can't see the future and I have neither the social graces nor the temperament to keep to cater to people who want to be indulged, the mission of this podcast is strictly for people's salvation and not about secular issues. If you find that too fanatical, I make no apologies or explanations. I only answer to my priest and my God. And if I'm not doing this the way God wants me to, I'll answer to him on my personal judgment or his divine providence will correct me. To paraphrase Pontius Pilate, what I have said, I have said. So, I sincerely hope that this episode has been useful for you. Um, Basically, um, it occurred to me that a lot of people aren't viewing the uh, introductory episodes, so they have no context to where I'm coming from or my personality or my, you know, what my guiding principles are. So if they're coming into this cold, they're probably getting a little huffy and feeling offended. This is my last attempt at trying to correct that particular issue. But as I said earlier, I don't like repeating myself, and this is it. Um, I also would like to let you know I meant exactly what I said a few minutes ago. I care about everyone that I deal with, either, you know, either online or in the uh, my outside life. Uh, but because I'm a flawed individual, um, you know, uh, I'm not perfect. I never claim to be perfect. But as I said, I'm doing the best I can with what I have or have been given. Um, thank you for listening. I've I've been saying this, and you know, people people are going to be saying, "Wow, you say this after every episode." Well, there's a reason. It occurred to me, unfortunately, three quarters of the way into this podcast, that I should be thanking you guys for giving me your time and your attention. Um, it it was remiss of me not to thank you. At the, you know, from the very beginning for listening. And I'm attempting to rectify that mistake. 
I just want to say thank you for listening. God bless you. I'm praying for you. I pray for everybody. Have a good day. Bye-bye.